Talking Books on News Talk 106 to 108. I think it's a hopeful book. It's a book full of hope for me. It was, um, you know, I, I wrote a much darker book, which could be The Dark Side of Compass, called Zone, a few years ago, 10 years ago. And, but now I, I am, I, for me, Compass was a, kind of, was a way to find, trying to find a new hope, precisely through um, cultural exchange, through knowledge, and through desire. And I think the mixture uh, mixing knowledge and desire is how we we can uh, maybe get some new hope into the future. Once more I try to close my eyes, yet my heart beats strong and warm. When will the leaves at my window turn green? When will I hold my darling in my arms? The melancholy words of Austrian composer Franz Schubert from his iconic poetic song cycle, The Winterreise, which opens French novelist Mathieu Senard's latest book, Compass, published by Fitzgeraldo Editions. Hello, how are you? And you're very welcome to Talking Books. I'm Susan Cahill. It's lovely to have your company this evening. What is Orientalism and how and why did so many scholars, anthropologists and intellectuals throughout history present a romanticised and somewhat distorted view of the East? Well, on tonight's show, we're going to tackle those questions with French novelist, translator and scholar Matthias Senard, whose latest book, Compass, offers the reader a unique and lively study on the complex intersections between East and West. So let's hear from Matthias Senard. Hello, my name is Matthias Senard. I'm a writer. I've written like eight or ten novels. Uh, five of them have been translated into English, and the last one is Compass. And Compass is a, a story of uh, love and desire and knowledge. It's the story of Franz Ritter, uh, an orientalist, a specialist of music and musicology, uh, who is desperate in love with uh, another scholar called Sarah. And through the all-night uh, a very long night, he recalls not only his relationship with Sarah, but also the travels he had with her in Syria, Istanbul, Iran. And through that, the story of our relationships, of Europe's relationship with the East and the Middle East. Really well done on the book, Matthew. So I have to say it was a hugely stimulating read, expansive, um, so, so, so incredibly interesting. And you um, you offer so many different cultural references, geographical references um, throughout the book. It has such a dreamlike quality. It's intense. I loved every bit of it. I might throw you a big wide open question to kick things off and sure we can take it from there. How yeah. fluid is culture, do you think? Fluid, I mean, it flows through. I mean, for me, culture is all about desire. It's um, the urge you have to know something, the desire you have to get to know more. So uh, culture is something we share between us, like uh, music in the air or phrases, quotes from a book or a verse of poetry, um, like a flavor, something really, uh, yes, it is... Uh, Somehow, um, it 
it has to be shared and uh, and also desired. So that's why the book is always between desire between France and Sarah, but also the desire we have for knowledge and the need we have to get to know more about each other. And that's for me what culture is. France, our narrator, is pining for his great love, Sarah, and he's um, he's um, very much possessed by it. And he's, you know, he's searching through his memories, and he's very emotionally in a, a very disruptive state. I'm just wondering, how intense was it for you to write a character like France, and how much of yourself did you bring into it? It was really interesting because you know I share many things with France. Um, we share, for example, travels. I I lived in Syria too. I've lived in Syria for years, um, and uh, in Iran. So we share places with France. I I know Vienna very well. So what we share with France is common common places, common uh, books, histories. But I am not. Franz Ritter, I mean, it's not autobiographical, so 